Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidate interviews, sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Shell Gross, and I would like to introduce Catherine Petrosine, running for Alder in District 14. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement about the educational, vocational, and civic experience you have, which qualifies you for this office and why you are running for Alder. Okay, thank you so much, Shell. So again, my name is Catherine Pedersen and I am running for the Alder for the 14th District. I am a property owner, as well as a property manager for a senior and disabled housing facility here in Madison. I also have a undergraduate degree, Bachelor of Science, um, that will assist me in looking at things that have to do with our environment. Um, again, I am a science major. Um, I am also a longtime resident of the city of Madison, and I have grown up and raised my children in South Madison, um, who are now also homeowners in our South Madison area, which gives us all a vested interest in the outcome and what is going on in the city right now. I am also a, uh, my hat is medical. Um, I have been in the medical field for over 40 years. So that also is going to assist me with some of the issues that I find that are important, especially when it comes to accessibility with medical care and such of that nature. Um, again, um, I my background is going to be as someone that has been living in the area and just seeing what is going on and talking to the different um, people in our community. Thank you. What actions or programs would you support to enhance public safety in Madison? And in particular, what is your position on the use of body cameras by Madison police officers? Thank you, that is a very good question. I am in full support of the body cameras as that protects both the person involved and the law enforcement that is involved. And I believe in protection on both sides, because as we know, there is always three sides to everything. There is the law enforcement side, there is the community side, and then there's the side of what's actually going on. So again, yes, I am very much in favor of that. Um, what I would support right now is I'm seeing in our area, when it comes to safety and security, um, I'm noticing a lot with, we have a lot of different officers in at a lot of different times, which doesn't help for continuity. I would like to encourage our uh, police officers, our city of Madison law officers to try and bring back the neighborhood officer as that gives you more of a connection. And I believe it's more about building relationships um, than just coming in and putting out fires. If we have a relationship with officers in our community where it's not a unfamiliar face coming in, we are much more likely to be a lot more open and feeling a lot more safe and secure on the outcome. Because as we know, things can always get kind of confused in the big picture. So that's so for me with, with, with regards to safety and security, that's what I would like to see. I would also like to see that because working for a senior and disabled housing facility, um, I'm seeing how 
our homeless population, and I am not going to start going in on them in any way or form because they have their own issues to deal with right now. Although I, I like to protect my seniors and my disabled as they do get preyed upon in this type of a situation. Um, we need to make certain we have enough officers to spread around because as I was told when I brought this up to um, our officers, there's only a couple of them for South Madison. Um, and that's just the way it is in the city. So maybe there's something we can do about that going forward. Thank you. What do you see as the most important environmental issues the city needs to address? And what will be your priorities for the council actions on these issues? Okay, so for the environmental issues, um, again, I'm a South Madison resident. I just came in from the town of Madison. So I'm very familiar with the area that is over on the other side of Fish Hatchery Road behind the BP gas station, which is Martin Street. Um, I'm totally blanking on the other streets right now. I'm nervous. Um, so, but it's back in that area. It's back by where we have the Arboretum and what used to be called the Lost City. Um, I was over there this summer and it is a bit of an issue with that estuary over there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and the way that it affects the residents in that area during the height of the season. So I would like to see if there's something we can do to address that. As well as when it comes to the envi other environmental areas, in our, in our city, we really have to pay close attention to what we're planting and replanting when we take things up and we rebuild. Because if we don't, then the we get erosion, we get a number of things, we don't get the soil uptaking the water as it needs to, and that that is showing very, very strongly in our plant population right now, especially with our trees. Um, as you see, we're getting a lot of diseased trees and trees are necessary for um, healthy life because they provide us with that oxygen. Um, when it comes to other environmental issues, I'm very much in favor also of looking at some of our parks and creating those edible areas um, as they will again assist with the rejuvenation of the ground. And they'll also supply us with food for everyone um, versus having to go to the store and buy that fruit. Okay, then that would be my ideas on the environment. Thank you. So, excuse me. Well, what is your position on increasing the pay for alders? Increasing pay for, oh, alders get paid. Um, I guess I would need to know um, what the salary is. I'm one of those people who probably won't be really liked right now when I say this. Although I kind of believe public service is just that. You volunteer to do public service. That you get a paycheck for, it sounds very nice. And I do appreciate that. Although... And I do know that everything is expensive right now. Although I do believe as an older person, we are only doing this temporary. This is not our full-time job. Um, so I am not trying to tax the people more than they are already taxed at this time. So I am not going to be in favor of handing out that raise right now. Maybe after I get in there and see it's a lot more work than I expected, that may be a different answer at that time. But for right now, no, I think we need to kind of hold it on that budget. <laughs> Thank you. What, if anything, do you think the city should be doing to support economic development? Well, with the economic development, thank you, Shell. So what I'm seeing with that is we're doing a lot. We're building a lot. We're trying to increase the infrastructure. 
although I'm not seeing the baseline being stabilized first. Number one, um, to get economic stabilization, you're going to have to stabilize our communities. Our communities are struggling with homelessness. Our communities are struggling with housing affordability. Our communities are struggling with everything on the affordable side right now, because as we all know, prices on everything is going up. Um, it's making it more difficult. It's, 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 we, we have to work with our smaller businesses um, to help them so that they can reestablish themselves with employees as you have a lot of things that are going on and a lot of services that are being required, although you're not assisting or helping them get themselves restabilized. It's only been a couple of years since 2020. They're still struggling. As we know, a lot of people have went out of business. A lot of people are trying to secure jobs. There's a lot going on right now. So for economic stability, I think we need to get back to the baseline of everything and get our base stable. Once our base is stable, we can build up from there. Thank you. How do you see racial disparities impacting constituents in your district? Uh, and are there any actions the city should be taking to address these? When it comes to the racial disparity issue, that's going to be across the board. Um, that is something that we are working on, I believe, as a city. I, I was reading up on the act that the city of Madison has right now with the um, social justice and racial uh, disparity program that they have in place. I'm trying really hard to find the updated data on that to see how it's working out. When it comes to the actual alders, as I have not been exposed to it at this time, I can't really speak on what we know as implicit versus explicit um, biases, implicit ones. We can't really, it's hard for us to control unless we are open to seeing that they are actually there and know that we are not trying to make this a issue that is a derogatory issue when it comes to explicit bias. I'm, I'm a little more not so easy, um, only because you know you're doing it and you're choosing to continue to move forward on it. I would really, really like to sit down and have the discussion. And it's not an easy discussion because a lot of people feel very like you're uh, attacking them. And that's something I would really, that's the biggest thing I would like to work on is to find a way to have the discussion without bringing in something that someone feels like they are being attacked. So I'm going to say, um, let's open those conversations back up. Thank you. What are the most critical issues that you see facing the people in your district? And what would you propose to address these? Okay, so the most difficult issues facing my community right now that I am aware of has to do with transportation. They're getting ready to decrease a lot of transportation and bus routes in the city of Madison, which is going to hinder people's ability to get to and from their jobs and to and from wherever it is they have to go. On top of that, you again have the safety and the security issues because again, you have the homeless population that has to figure out what they're doing and it sometimes can make our properties not so safe and secure. Um, again, when it comes to the uh, medical, 
uh, access to medical help. It's not that we don't have clinics and, and places like that for people to go. It's just that once you get to the door, it is how you are received that is the problem that a lot of us in South Madison are facing at this time because there seems to be a uh, difference in, 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 in implementation of the services. It's not that we can't access the services, it's the implementation that we have of them and how you're made to feel coming in the door. Um, a lot of times you're made to feel as though you might be a med seeker. That's just one thing that I've heard. Another thing that I'm hearing is um, access to some of the programs and such that the city of Madison has. Sometimes it's not necessarily just the access to the program, but once again, it's the implementation of the program from our police services, our medical services, our banking institutions, um, all of these all play a role. And again, it's a matter of getting these conversations back on the table, opening them up and being open to having these discussions. And me personally, that's how I would like to propose it is to have the discussions. I would also like for people to just take the time to sit with themselves for a minute when they find this and someone makes a comment to you, just sit with it for a minute before you become defensive on it and see if there may be something or another way it could have been said or done that's going to help facilitate it going forward versus us getting caught up in all of these little snags. Thank you. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? I would like to thank everyone for taking the time to listen. I really appreciate you. I would love to have your vote. Um, that is what I'm looking for these days. I'm not looking for contributions as right now money's hard to come by, votes are free. If there's something I can do to garner your vote, by all means, please reach out to me, Catherine Pedersen. I am at info at catherine414thdistrict.com. Thank you so much again for your time today. And I hope everyone has a fabulous, fabulous 2023. I want to thank Catherine for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. I want to remind everyone that primary election day is Tuesday, February 21st, and the general election is Tuesday, April 4th. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, thank you for joining us.